gospel message is brought to you by the redeemed Christian Church of God, Fountain of Love, Aberdeen, UK. Open your heart to receive this life-changing word of God. The Lord will continue to make you great in Jesus' name. The Lord will lift you higher and higher. And even as you come here to lead us into his presence, you will continually walk in his presence. In the name of Jesus. Galatians chapter 5. Galatians chapter 5, verse 1. Our anchor verse for this month. says, Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty by which Christ has made us free, and do not be entangled again with a yoke of bondage. Now make sure that you stay free. So Christ has truly set us free. Now make sure that you stay free. And don't get tied up again in slavery to the law. So Christ has truly set us free. Now make sure that you stay free. And don't get tied up again in slavery to the law. Hallelujah. We will still be talking about freedom. Amen. And since God has said to us, this is our month of freedom. It can never be too much, isn't it? Until we get freedom in every area of our lives. And today I want to talk about freedom from self. Freedom from self. You know, there are so many things that you know, could put us in prison. But a lot of times, the one that is from self, we don't tend to even realize that it is self. It is you. It's within you. I cannot see it. I am standing here. I cannot see it. You alone can see it, can feel it, and you know it. Freedom from self. And so many things have imprisoned us that has caused us problems even with our own selves. That have, you know, kind of held us bound. That have kept us up. We're so stagnated because of that particular issue from self. The world may tell us that there's nothing wrong with always putting ourselves first. But this type of mindset actually sets us up for pain and discouragement. Pains and disappointment. Pain and setback. We are or we, be, or we become used to operating under the belief that we are our own source of everything. Source of everything. Everything that we need can become frustrated and even bitter when, when it's not there. When we learn and we know those limitations. And depending on what God, uh, depending on God, to free us from those limitations can be very, very helpful. Hallelujah. But the question is whether we know that that is the thing holding us. That whether we know. But thank God for his word. And the word reveals to us that we can do all things through Christ. 
Trusting in the finished work of, of Jesus Christ instead of what we do helps us also to avoid spiritual dangers of self-effort. There are things that you know that it is not in your power that you should do it. And sometimes some of us, rather than trust in God, we have gone ahead to say, I will do it by my own power. I will invite self. I have the strength. I have the ability. I have the capability. And I will, I will conquer. I have listened to people, you know, from some part of the world that, you know, they, they decided, oh, I know I'm a child of God. And so decide to go and take on some altars by that physical power, not hearing from God or, or, you know, just because they feel they are not even asking God, God, should I go? And then when they go, rather than them destroying that altar, they are the ones that are destroyed. Self-effort. Relying on our performance is bound to bring disappointment. Relying on our own performance is bound to bring disappointment. We are not the source of our prosperity or the source of our abundance or our deliverance or our achievement. So we begin to realize this when we stop being preoccupied with ourselves which becomes a prison and focus on our Lord Jesus Christ. And I pray this morning that from the little that I, I, have, I have gotten, we will be set free from self in the name of Jesus. We should stop being our own worst enemies. We should stop being our own worst enemies. It's called self-sabotage. Moses did it. God said, do this. He said, look, God, you can see I have this shortcoming. The man at the pool of Bethesda, when Jesus came to him, when help came, he rather than look at the help, he, he was looking at his own shortcoming. Self-sabotage is called the enemy within. The shadow, the inner saboteur. It is what is referred to as self-defeating personality disorder. Self-defeating personality disorder. It comes in many guises, stalking us in different forms. You know, self-doubt, low self-esteem, worry, anxiety, fear, depression, guilt, and addictive behaviors. You just find out that because of that, you just, add some, you just get addicted to something. something, just something. You know, a lot of times when we talk about addiction, many people think we're just talking about addiction to drugs, alcohol, sex addiction, you know, that we handle in faith clinic here. No. Even food, you can get addicted to food. You can get addicted to doing some things, you know. You know, those addiction, all because of this. And they just talk us in those forms. Those things, you know, and most of the time it comes in the form of, the addiction is such that it will embarrass you. It's something that will bring embarrassment to you. When you go there, they are, they are waiting. They are just looking at you. And then you are just sitting in the midst of, you know, and then suddenly you begin to manifest the thing. At its words, it constitutes not just self-defeat, but self-destruction. 
and self-hatred. But thank God for his word. Thank God for his word. His word reveals to us insights. His word gives us solution and the exercises to move forward. His word opens our eyes to see how we can move forward. He that the Son has set free is free indeed and will be free indeed. And will remain free in the name of Jesus. So I, I have a few things that I've written down here as steps that who should help that, that should help us to handle, you know, to, 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 to set ourselves free from self. I have a few steps here. But first, can we read from Luke chapter 15? The Gospel of Luke chapter 15. From verse 11, Luke 15, 11. Christ said, then he said, a certain man had two sons. And the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the portion of goods that falls to me. So he divided them his livelihood. And not many days after, the younger son gathered all together. He gathered what? All together. Then journeyed to a far country. He journeyed, he journeyed, journeyed to a far country. And there wasted his possessions with prodigal living. But when he had spent all, there arose a severe famine in that land. And he began to be in want. Then he went and joined himself to a citizen of that country. And he sent him into his fields to feed swine. And he would gladly have filled his stomach with the pots that the swine ate. This is a son who is coming from a very wealthy home. This is a son that probably will sit and command the kind of thing he wants to eat. And this is that son that has taken himself and and put himself in a sort of slavery. And now he's eating and getting his stomach filled with pot that the swine ate. And no one gave him anything. 17. Let's go on. Please. But when he came to himself. himself, When he came to himself. Please say it with me. When he came to himself. Honestly I didn't hear you. When he came to himself. He said. He said. It means he, hallelujah, he said, how many of my father's hired servants have bread enough and to spare, and I perish with hunger. Ah, the case of princes walking on food while servants ride on horses. And I perish. I will arise. I will arise. Can we say that? I will arise. I will arise. 
in the name of Jesus. And go to my father and will say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you. Let's stop there. Let's stop there. You know, the story of this prodigal son is something that when I started reading it throughout this week, I've always gone back to it. And I'm just wondering, you know, I just kept going back to it as if I have never known the story. It's a story that right from Sunday school, as children, you have been taught, isn't it? And then I looked at the whole thing and I was saying to myself, no, we still saw this thing as a prodigal son getting all that he needed to get from his father and then going there to spend it. He just went there and spent the whole thing. And then I saw from there two types of freedom, two major freedoms. That look, there is a positive freedom and there is a negative freedom. That you can, you can fight for a good cause and get your freedom. And you can fight for something that looks like a good cause and think that you are fighting for, a, for your freedom. And then it is not the right freedom. This boy collected all that he had to collect. He put his father under, I I can almost be certain that he has put his father under some bit of tension. Under some bit of pressure. And the father said, okay, take your own. In fact, in some translations, you know, the Bible in in some translations, it said he divided the, the wealth equally between what is supposed to go to that younger one and then the older one. Which means that he took half of it and went away. And then went and spent it. And then I saw it. I said, oh, negative. A lot of times when we need to be on our own, do we not get some training before you get to be on your own? Why did this boy decide suddenly? What came over him? That he thought, now I need my own freedom. What was the thing? Even if he was going to do some business, he would have said, okay, dad, let me stay under you for some time and learn this business, isn't it? So that I will now get my freedom when I have learned. When it's time for me to move. But he came and said, give it to me. He collected it. He felt it was time for him to be his own boss. He felt, because that's what negative freedom does to us. It makes you think, look, why should I be under somebody's control when I can be on my own? I don't need any boundaries. I can do it. I don't want anyone to control me. I want to wake up the time I want to wake up and go where I want to go to. I don't want to be under anybody's control. No guidance. And this is a place where we comfortably and willingly walk away from that place that we are meant to be. You know, when we read it, the Bible said he journeyed. He didn't even want to stay in the same town with his father. You know, when it comes upon you, the thing takes you away completely. People who leave the church seeking for their own freedom, you don't see them hang around the church. If anybody that is a member of FOL decides that, look, I don't need it, I don't want, 
this I, 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 I don't need this FOL again. I don't even need God again. You won't find a person parading around here. You won't easily come across the person. The thing will take the person away. That's how the devil does it. He, it will take you away far so that you don't meet with them and then they start questioning you. Oh, I've not been seeing you, bro. So you walk away. He journeyed far. May we not willingly walk away from the presence of God. Because a lot of times what we do is we just walk away from God's presence, walk away from his purpose and plans for us. That, that prodigal stone, he didn't even know what plans his father had for him. I am sure as a reasonable father, the father must have kept him down and said, look, let's talk. Do you know? Do you understand? Do you know the implication of what you are doing? A lot of us that are sitting here, a lot of us that, have, that are in self-prison, if I ask us one by one, at that time that you were making that decision, at the time that you took that decision that has put you where you are, if anyone had told you, you knew more than all. Pro false. Especially when you are even a teenager. Ha, 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 ha. You know that's the stage that at that time, you think that your parents... We are 60 without passing through 16 or 17. And I'm sure those are the kind of things that were working in the mind of this boy, this old man. Before you come and do something that I don't understand, you do some performances here that will not be in my favor. Negative freedom also is, you know, it comes at times when you think this space up there that I should be or I need to be doesn't look as if it's going to come to me. Looks like the space up there is blocked. So I need to move also. There was a time in some part of the world where this kind of freedom was what was pushing a lot of military people to take over power. When is this man going to move? You are there. You are just there. I can't become this thing that I want, I can't become, I can't fulfill, I can't. And before you know it, cool, cool. Negative freedom, negative freedom. But I want us to, like I said, look at some of the steps, steps to take. Number one step that I have here is that you, you have to come to yourself. If you must set yourself free from self, you must come to that very self. Hallelujah. You must come to your senses again. You must come to it and stand. That's the time that you stand and speak to yourself. The Bible says in that verse 17 that he came to himself. He realized he had lost it all. All the voices that had said to him, look, you can be on your own. After all, you have it. Just tell him to give you. You go and stay and be. You, you, you will multiply your own. You will increase it and you become greater than him. At that time, those voices, because when he came to himself, everything had gone. Unfortunately, not that everything he had had gone alone, but then famine came into that country, into that land. So it wasn't only him that had spent all his money, but there was also serious lack in that land. 
It's a time that you need to come to yourself. You need to come to your senses and sit back and reflect on things. You sit back and look at yourself and you ask yourself the questions that are necessary to ask yourself. It's a place you need to get to. And that place, all, all the time, when you get to that place, it looks like total darkness. All the things that you thought were supposed to be were not again. Everywhere just seems dark. And I pray that by the time we get to those kind of places, because some of us, when we get to that kind of a situation, we don't even realize that we have reached that place that we need to speak to ourselves. I pray that when we get there and we see the darkness, we will speak to ourselves and say, there is light out there. I am not meant to be in this darkness. It's a turning point. It's a place that it's, a, it's supposed to be a turning point for you. I pray that in this month of freedom, a lot of us will reach that turning point. So that we will not only say, we will not only accuse altars from our father's house and our mother's house. We will not only accuse our great-grandparents for the things that they have put their hands in. But we also will see, we will come to that point that we will realize and say to ourselves, look... I need to go. I have, I, you know, you truly have come to yourself. And the Lord will help us even to realize that in Jesus' name. I pray that God will give us the grace that when we get into that point, we will realize it and know that my time to leave this place has come. You know, some of us, we don't like to tell ourselves the truth. And that's why we remain in that self-imprisonment. Number two, Speak to that self. And that's in verse 17. The Bible said, he said. He said. Many a times until we verbalize it. Many a times until we say it. Many a times until we speak to the situation. We cannot even comprehend what is happening. You know, that's the time that you just find yourself sitting and then you are, somebody is thinking, no, you've, what's wrong with this person? What's wrong with this person? And you just begin to, 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 you know, begin to say it. You begin to address the situation. You begin to speak to the situation. And that was what he did. He said, he said, he said, you will need to speak to that self and tell yourself, no, enough is enough. You have held me bound for too long. You have kept me here. I am not meant to be here. This is not who God says I am. This is not where God says I should be. Enough is enough. I cannot be a prince that's supposed to be riding on a horse. And then I'm the one walking off, in fact, even barefooted. May the Lord forbid that. In the mighty name of Jesus. Number three. Acknowledge your fault. Acknowledge the role you played in getting yourself in that self-imprisonment. A lot of times we like to, to throw the blame out. We don't want to acknowledge it. The man came to his senses and said, I will arise and go to my father and say to him, Father, I have sinned. He acknowledged that it was his fault. He had sinned. 
many a times the things that are there, we don't even want to say that we did them. No, you know, when, I, when, when we were in school, he came to me and said, we should go out, jump over the fence together. And we went and he took us to, and then we committed the crime together. You are kind of putting yourself aside. You're not seeing it that he said it, I followed. I should have said no. He said, acknowledge your fault. Acknowledge your fault. Your fault. First John chapter 1, verse 8 to 9 says, If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. But if we confess our sins, God is what? Faithful and just to forgive us and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Until we acknowledge and speak it and say, Father, look, this is me. This is my part. This is what I did. Show me mercy. Then we're on the path to our freedom. Self-freedom. Until we get to that point. And we ask him for mercy. And you know what? When you ask for the mercy, you, you, normally you don't just stay there. You, you, there's, there's also the need. That's where restitution even comes in. Acknowledge it. Acknowledge it. Don't, don't run away from it. Some of us, it's because we don't even want to acknowledge that we had a part. That is why up till tomorrow, if we are not careful, we will still be there. May the Lord forbid it that this month will pass and any one of us will still be in prison. In the name of Jesus. Acknowledge it. That you had a hand. That you knew when, when she said, because in fact this morning when I was praying, this, this particular point, he said, acknowledge it. That is for somebody, acknowledge it. That you, you had a part. You were there when she said, take me to where I will commit this, 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 this abortion. Acknowledge it that you had a part and it's affecting you today. Acknowledge it. Go before God and say, Lord, show me mercy. Go call that person and even tell her, I am sorry. Acknowledge it. The times that the person will call you, you look at it like small, one small little crime. It's small, little. Boys, as small as little as it is, it's a small, big, little mountain. That that will hinder you from so many things. The Lord will set us free in Jesus' name. Number four thing that he said there. Number four step to help us, to move us, you know, out of self-imprisonment. Verse 18, he said, I will arise. Tell your neighbor, I will arise. I will arise. I will arise. You know, I, I saw one, one, one poster or one write-up, and, and this is this person. And, and uh, the person has been there for, for years, just lying on, on, on the tummy. And that's the state the person is. It's just in that state that I can't. You know, he couldn't stand, he couldn't do anything all through 
the person's later part of life, he was just lying flat on, on the floor. And then the write-up there was that, I thank God because I am still lying above. I am not beneath. That is someone arising and saying, look, I know where I am, but don't bother about seeing me, seeing that I am here. I am already standing. Because where I am now, it's better than underneath there. This man got to the place. He said, I will arise. Now, when you take all of these things, if you don't get up and leave that place, you know, he journeyed from somewhere. You have to also realize and get up from there and go back and begin to retrace your steps. I will arise. I will arise. When you speak to self, even when you speak kabash and you don't take action, you will be surprised that you are just firing blank arms. When you fire rubber ammunition, they touch the person's body, they can be sore. It will be painful. When you fire blank one, you just see smoke coming out of the, the nozzle of the gun. But nothing is coming out. That is a place to be brutal. It's a place that you take brutal steps. And look, look, I, I'm tired of where I am. I, I will arise. And when I arise, I'll, I'm getting out of this place. When the prodigal son got off from there and he said, I will arise. He didn't say, I will arise and stay here. I'm not going to feed these swines again. And I'm not going back to that citizen again. He said, I will arise and do what? And go to my father. When you arise, there has to be an action. When you speak, that, that thing you said has to be backed by an action. And you arise and say, look, enough is enough. I'm leaving you. I'm not staying in this prison. I'm not staying in this prison. I will arise and go. I will arise and go. It's a brutal step that we need to take. Arise and go. Leave the problem. Leave it alone. Just, just leave it and go away. Go back to your father, the one that has created you, the one that made you, the one that knows everything that concerns you. Arise. I will arise and go back. I will arise and go. Go. I will arise and go to that place that I willingly walked walked away from. I will arise. I will arise and go. Leave the problem there. Some of us, we like problems. We like problems. So even when we arise, you know, when we are talking, we are still making reference to the problems. We are making the problems look like they are still very great, even though we are saying we have conquered them. I was watching one program, you know, one of the, the, the churches recently, and, and, and somebody came up and was giving testimony. And rather than saying what God has done for him, you know, he was busy glorifying the things that he came up from. You know, he, he had repented and he was saying, thank God for saving me. But he, he stood there and he was glorifying all the problems, all the kind of things he was doing in the past. Guess what? The pastor got up and just said, please keep quiet. Leave that place. Collect the mic from him. 
tell us what he has told you at the back there. Because some of us, even when we arise and we say we have gone, when we come, we will stand and we will not be talking of how God helped us, how you conquered, and you will never see that problem. But we're saying, man, when I was in that thing, you need to see the way I hold five fags in one hand. I was blowing it and how it was coming out from my ear and my nose and the rest. When you arise, go. Go. Don't even turn back. When you cross the bridge, burn it. In what situation? When you cross it, burn it down so that you don't go back there. You don't even look back there or think that the bridge is still there for you. Blow it off. I will arise and go. And that was what completely set him free. And of course, many of us that have read the story, we know what became the latter part of that man. We know how it all ended when he went to his father. The kind of party that was thrown, the celebrations and everything. God is still waiting for us there. He has sent a word to us this month, and the word is freedom. What is that thing that has held you? What is that self, that thing that is self in you? We don't see it. You know it. If you search yourself, you know it. What is it? What is it that has made you just, you just stay there? When they say, you say, ah, it's not meant for people like me. It's not meant for people like me. You know, it's for this guy. Ah, can't you see that? Oh, can't you see I'm not amongst the... I will arise. I will arise. Why not say to yourself one more time, I will arise. I will arise. Freedom from self can only be achieved by yourself. And how much you desire is how much you can set yourself free from it. And sometimes we, we come to, you know, sometimes we go, we, we pray, we do all the fasting, but the main thing is still with us. It can only be by us. And until we acknowledge it and bring it out and arise and live. I pray today that even as God has spoken, at the end of this month, our testimony will be that God has set me free from every situation all around in the name of Jesus. And I believe and I pray that even at the end of this month, I know, I know, because I know there's someone out there. It's this this job you're looking at, you're just saying, "Mm, even if I apply, they're not going to take me because I'm just meant to be here. I speak to that self, that thing, that self, that self of doubt. I speak to you today. I say to you, by the end of this month, you will come out of that self and you will come to this same altar to testify in the name of Jesus. And that situation that all the time you want to take a step and just move and do the thing and he's telling you, who told you? In your father's house or in your entire your entire family clan and the rest of it, nobody has ever done it. It's a lie. And you've always listened to it. 
I have come to declare to that voice that today is your end. In the name of Jesus. And that thing that all the time you look at, you turn and you want to do something. You are making progress and you turn and you look at it. And it's telling you, you know, we are together. And then you begin to retreat. Today I come to declare to that thing. I said that's the end of you in the name of Jesus. That, 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 that dream, that dream that you have. The dream has been there. God has given you that dream long ago. And anytime you want to, you, you, want, you take steps to actualize it. Then you hear that voice telling you. Have you not seen the people that have gone to do that thing before? They failed. All, all of them failed. All of them failed. What, what makes you think your own case is different? Your case is different. I speak to you. I say your case is different. That dream will not sit, stay under the lead again in the name of Jesus. It will come out. It will come out. It will come out in the mighty name of Jesus. Freedom from self. Only you can achieve it. Arise with me and let us pray. I want, I want us to just come unto the Lord. I want us to just come unto the Lord. First, I just want us to come to him and acknowledge where we have gone wrong. What is that thing? I want us to, want us to search ourselves, search ourselves inwardly, search ourselves deeply. To find out what is that thing that is constantly, anytime you need to make progress, that thing is holding you back. What is that voice? What is that voice? What, what's that thing? What's that sign that you just see? And when, when, when the thing is about to happen, so for some of us, it's even, even molestations in the dream. You know, molestations in the dream. What is that thing? You are, we have come onto Mount Zion where there's deliverance. I want us to just touch ourselves and just surrender it unto the Lord. And just speak unto God and say, Father, I drop it before you. Burdens are lifted at Calvary. Lord, I am here this morning. And I drop all of those things. I see enough is enough. Father, show me mercy. Lord, I have held on to some of these things that I'm not supposed to hold on to. I have kept them even a secret. When Lord keeping them a secret has, has kept me in prison. Father, I am here this morning to say, Lord, show me mercy. Take them away. Lord, I surrender them to you. I surrender them to you. Lord, that thing that anytime I need to do something, I, I'm overtaken by anxiety. Father Almighty, today I am here before you. I open myself bare before you. You who has created me, you who has a plan for me, you who has a purpose for me. Father, I open myself unto you this morning. And I say, Lord, take them away. Father, help me. Father, help me. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want us to pray. The Father, take me to the place where I will come to myself. Lord, take me to the place where I will come to my senses. Lord, where I have missed it, Lord, take me to that place where I will come to my senses again. In the name of Jesus, lift up your voices and pray and say, Father, take me to that place where I will come to my senses. Lord, where I have missed it, Father, take me to that place where I will come to my senses. 
Oh, Lord, I don't want to stay where I am. I'm not meant to be here. I'm not meant to be here. Open my eyes, oh, God. Open my eyes, Lord. Let me see that turning point. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see, Lord, because I don't want to stay here. Lord, take me to that place where I will come to my senses. Lord, take me to that place. And Lord, when I come to my senses, Father, let me leave that place. Let me declare to myself and say, I am not staying here any longer. I am not meant to be here. I arise and go. I arise and go. Arise and go. Arise and go. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. I want us to cry unto the Lord for mercy. Say, Father, show me mercy. In this month that you have said is our month of freedom. Lord, show me mercy. Father, show me mercy. Show me mercy. Lord, show me mercy. Show me mercy. Father, let me not be left there. Let me not be left even near the door of the prison. Lord, not to talk of even still being in prison. Show me mercy, O God. Show me mercy. Father, show me mercy. Show me mercy. Lord, I pray for mercy. Father, show me mercy. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. And lastly, we are going to pray. Father, any form of prison, whether self or man-made, any form of prison, Lord, that I have found myself in, Lord God Almighty, I pray, take me out of it. Pull me out of that prison in the name of Jesus. Let us pray. Let us pray. Father, pull me out of this prison. Pull me out of any form of prison. Lord, no more, whatever form of prison it is, financial prison, Father, material prison, Lord, self-prison, Father, any form of prison, Father, oh Lord, deliver me from it. Father, pull me out. Pull me out. Pull me out, oh Lord, of every prison. Pull me out. Pull me out of anything prison, Lord, and take me far away from it. Father, pull me out. Set me free this day. Set me free, O God. Set me free. Set me free, O Lord. Father, set me free. Set me free. Set me free from prison. Set me free, O God, from every form of imprisonment. O Lord, set me free. Thank you, Father. Father, we just say thank you. Thank you, Lord, because your word has come, Father, will set us free. May none of us, O oh God, still be a victim to self in the name of Jesus. Even as your word has gone forth, Father, let power go with it. Power to deliver in the name of Jesus. Every forms of prisons, chains, or shackles, Lord God Almighty, that we have kept even as souvenirs, Lord, destroy them in the name of Jesus. Thank you, King of Kings. In Jesus' glorious name, we have prayed. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. Praise the Lord.
For more information on what you've heard, please visit our website at www.fountainoflove.org.uk. You'll also find other media presentations available to you. Stay blessed in Christ Jesus. Amen.